helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 Weekdays on Vision Christian Radio. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Funny thing with God. On the one hand, we want Him to help us through the difficult patches. But on the other, when things are going well, so often we want to go it alone. And then we wonder why we fall flat on our face. But when with all we are, we desire God's ways, well, that's a whole new ball game. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your life from a different perspective. Over the last few days, we've been talking about... Well, I pitched the name of this series of messages as Walking in the Spirit, but so far it seems we've been talking about walking in the Word. And maybe that's not exactly where you'd have thought this series of messages would kick off. Perhaps I didn't even think about that either. But there's something about yielding our lives to God that is such an important first step to walking in the Spirit. Yielding. Now there's a word that People don't use that much anymore. We don't like it. We're not taught to yield so much as we're taught to win. It's great that kids play competitive sport and adults, but competitive sport at the end of the day is about winning and yielding. Yielding, it seems, to be the complete opposite of that. It seems to be the the same as losing. If I yield to you in something, I have to give up my desire to have my way to win, if you will, in order that you can have your way and you can win. And so yielding to God for many people is not a particularly attractive idea. Who wants to lose? Why wouldn't I want to win? And so today, I'd like to spend our short time together just kind of unpacking this idea of yielding because in it lies the secret to walking in the Spirit. In this notion of yielding lies the secret of laying hold of the abundant, indeed in his own words, the super abundant life that Jesus said he came to give us. Funny thing, when we discover God's wisdom, God's truth, so often it turns our worldly ideas completely upside down. Yielding in order to win? Let's take a look. There's a good friend of mine, a guy by the name of Bob Beasley. Now, Bob heads up the International Ministry Division of the Bible League of Canada. And I was listening the other day to his podcast, Words from the Heart. And his words leapt out of his heart into mine because he was quoting Psalm 25. Have a listen to these beautiful words. Psalm 25, beginning at verse 1. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. I my God, in you I trust. Don't let me be put to shame. Don't let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Now, those are the words written by King David. And if you know anything of David's life, you'll know that even though eventually he became king of Israel, he went through some really tough times. His predecessor, King Saul, tried to kill him. The nations around Israel came against him when he was king and tried to annihilate him. Even his own son plotted against him. So he's speaking here out of one of those times of trial, and through it all, David's figured out that God is the God of salvation. God is trustworthy. When all these enemies of David's come against him, David puts his trust in the Lord our God, and God never forsakes him. 
And because he's learned in his own terrible experience that God is faithful and God is trustworthy, because God has always been there for him, he now makes what would seem to be a strange request of God. Have have another listen and see if you can pick it. Verse 4, Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Now, I know it may sound a little odd here, but what David is actually doing is he's yielding to God, not because he feels compelled to, not because God's forcing him or twisting his arm, but because he's discovered the faithfulness and goodness and loving kindness of God. He's discovered that come what may, God's way actually works. And so because David's experienced the faithfulness of God, he is now yielding to God and pleading with him, God, Show me your ways. God, teach me your ways. Lord, lead me in your truth. Teach me, because you, O God, are the God of my salvation, and for you I would wait all day long. And here's the thing with yielding. Yielding is only yielding if it's done willingly, at least in God's eyes. He doesn't want us grumbling or complaining. He wants us, because of what he's done for us through Jesus Christ on that cross, he wants us to lay down our lives for him, to crucify our selfishness, to nail it to the cross, to die to self and live for him. Galatians chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. I have been crucified with Christ, for it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh... I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Dead to our old selfish ways, alive to the goodness and the faithfulness and the loving kindness of God. And again, Romans chapter 6 verse 3. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him into a death like this, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. The whole emphasis here is on dying to the old self and rising again with Christ to be what God always intended for us to be. Now, please... Please don't misunderstand me. I am not saying for one moment that we need to work our way into God's favour. Anyone who's ever tried to scrub themselves clean before coming to God, as I did, will know the absolute futility of that. Scrub as hard and as long as you like, and we still won't be clean enough and pure enough to come before God. So that's not what I'm saying. The only one who can make us clean is God himself through the blood of Christ. And the only one who can bring our new life to life in us is God as he pours his Holy Spirit into us. But the thing that stops us from experiencing the power of the Spirit of God, his love, his guidance, his wisdom, is our stiff opposition and pride. This idea that I I don't need to listen to God because I know what I'm doing. And when we have that attitude, there's one thing for certain. God will always oppose us every time, 100% of the time, for he opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James chapter 4, verse 6. And here in David's plea to God, show me your ways, teach me your paths, lead me in your truth, teach me, we see this essential first step to walking in the Spirit, to experiencing the new life that Jesus wants us to have. And that essential first step is yielding to God, not in some things, but in everything, 
everything, all we are, everything we have, laying everything at his feet and saying, Lord, you've given it to me, I give it back to you. I worship you with all that I am. And now, dear God, show me your ways. When we come to God in this way, yielding all, opening our hearts to his spirit and his word, then we have stepped into a place where his spirit would lead us. For it is no longer I that liveth, but Christ who lives in me, the spirit of God himself dwelling in me, dwelling in you, and in anyone who would thus yield their lives to God. So many people desire with all their hearts to walk in the Spirit and yet are unwilling to yield to the Spirit. For they know that when they do, the Spirit will go to work in them and there will be a price to pay. There always is to cut out the cancer of sin. The question is simply this, will you yield anyway? And as that daily grind just kind of grinds away at us, it's easy to forget that Jesus died and rose again to give us victory. That's why every now and then, just as the Spirit leads, perhaps when you least expect it even, I'd love to send you a short text message of encouragement straight to your phone. That's what Victory SMS is all about. Roughly every other week, I ask the Lord, what word of encouragement could I give today? So if you like the occasional word of encouragement, head across to victorysms.org and when you do subscribe, you'll immediately receive a free copy of my ebook, Power Unlimited. Thousands already have, and the most common response, hey, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. How did you know that? Thank you so much. It's simply amazing how powerfully the Spirit of God can move through just a short text message. And I'd love to encourage you too to live your life in victory. Again, that web address is victorysms.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. For taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.